This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Catherine Tai is one step closer to potentially heading up the Biden administration's trade efforts, and a major farm group wants to make sure she has maximum negotiating leverage once that takes place. The Senate Finance Committee unanimously advanced Tai's nomination today, clearing the way for a full Senate vote. The American Soybean Association is pushing for Tai to have the backing of Trade Promotion Authority as she prepares to negotiate with her counterparts around the world. TPA allows for agreements to come before Congress for an up or down vote and will need to be reauthorized after June. ASA CEO Steve Sensky says TPA sends a message to officials around the world. We not only need to keep existing markets, but we need to expand new markets because we have new technologies. Yields keep on increasing every year. We, we have to increase demand. And so we think it is important that we're starting out and, and making the case, uh, as we'll be doing, and I know others will be doing as well, uh, for the renewal of the Trade Promotion Authority. But he says it looks like the language will be expired for a while as Congress works through other priorities. But she needs to get into place and I think be formulating her own plans and be working with the administration and figure it out a way of working with congressional leaders of how do you move TPA reauthorization forward. Uh, The likelihood of all of that getting done by June 30th, I think, is probably pretty low. A vote on Ty's nomination on the Senate floor has not been scheduled as the chamber works through coronavirus relief legislation this week. Ben Nolley has more on that effort. The Senate is moving forward with a $1.9 trillion House-passed coronavirus relief bill today, and Republicans argue they're being left out of the negotiating process. Republican Senate Agriculture Committee ranking member John Bozeman said he's made his frustration clear with Democratic Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow. Again, this, I think, is unprecedented in the situation that we've always, we've passed over $4 trillion worth of uh, COVID relief, and all of that was done on a very bipartisan basis, overwhelming votes, several votes unanimous. Now we're in a situation where I don't think any Republican will be voting for this bill because they have been totally shut out of the process. Stabenow pushed back against Republicans, saying there's been many informal discussions with colleagues across the aisle. In fact, the supply chain language in the bill is based on a bipartisan bill Senator Murkowski and I have had, and the uh, nutrition uh, efforts are in large part continuing our bipartisan efforts from December. And uh, we've reached out, but we just... We, we need to move. There's a sense of urgency and I know a great concern. While telling reporters to expect long nights over the next week or so, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he has the votes to pass the bill by March 14th. That is the deadline when pandemic unemployment assistance expires. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack will be taking a close look at the school lunch program in the near future. Speaking today to the National Press Foundation, Vilsack said certain program flexibilities are important while the country is dealing with the coronavirus pandemic. But once that comes to an end, he says the current school lunch standards need a fresh evaluation. Former Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue rolled back some of the school lunch actions from the Obama administration. Vilsack defended those actions and says he wasn't alone. You know, we were on the right track. We saw uh, more and more acceptance of it. Over a period of time, we've got to, we have to stay true to this. 
if we're really serious about both food insecurity and nutrition insecurity. By the way, Vilsack also addressed things like coronavirus recovery, climate action, and USDA's organizational structure in an exclusive interview with AgriPulse. You can read our story and watch the interview on agripulse.com. There's also an exclusive look there at the distribution of payments under the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. A recent Farm Bureau poll shows 52% of adults think farmers and ranchers can have a large impact in creating climate solutions. And even more people, 60% of adults, support government-funded research to help agriculture achieve those climate goals. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.